0: Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tambi. and I'm Aaron, and this is our Seventh Heaven podcast.
1: Yeah, on today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be discussing season four, episode twenty-two, uh, the season finale of season four of Seventh Heaven. Um, uh, the title is "Love Stinks" part two, or in Germany, it is "Broken Hearts." Part two.
0: I think this is the first time our two-part episodes have same names. I feel like every other time they give a different name, like boys and girls, or sin and expiation.
1: Well, yes. Um, so the IMDb user synopsis is, Robbie beat the Camden parents at their bored blackmail game by offering Mary free use of his college room, yet in time the lovers agree their precipitous wedding plan just isn't smart. Matt needs forever to find the courage to break up with Shauna, then sees from their divested state she already went further with persistent Brett than he plans with Heather. Simon discovers Dina staged a breakup because she just move because of Pa's new job, so he asks Eric to help, but the root cause is an impending divorce. Just seeing Andrew dating another girl makes Lucy jealous enough to desert Ronald. Generous Bert and Greedy Ruthie, helped by their mothers, reconsider a more honest friendship.
0: There's a bunch of things that were wrong in that one. Killing it again.
1: I love it. So, what was your first impression?
0: Um, I will say, just because I'm thinking about the ending, that they did- they finally did do, like, a season finale right, but- Only in the last 30 seconds of the episode. So, meh. The rest of it was pretty bad. Yeah, I just, I want to say just generally, I I mean, I know we're going to be doing a small season four recap since it's at the end of the uh, the season. But I just want to say that for a season that probably averaged the highest for me so far and that I like genuinely actually enjoyed, um, this was a disappointment, the season finale. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. w- wanted more, and I got nothing.
1: So, I'm going to start off with Ruthie again. We're going to start with the cold open. Correct. That's what I said. Um, I don't even remember what happened to the cold open. Oh, all right, yes. it's. It really does just pick up right where they left off, and um, Mary uh, has just told the Reverend Annie that she is going to move in with Robbie. Um, and then she's, like, storming away to the kitchen, and they follow her, and they start yelling
0: at her about, like, um... Well, the rev starts yelling at her about how that's... Well, what he does is he calls um, Robbie the juvenile delinquent Don Juan, and that's the reason that Mary can't move in with him is because he is a juvenile delinquent Don Juan. And Mary... The more that the Rev says, you can't marry, kind of, like, stands her ground and says, no, I will. And when the Rev turns to Annie for help, Annie says, let me know when you need help moving in, and I will help you.
1: Yeah, so she's doing, like, the reverse psychology kind of thing. Um, That's really
0: it for the cold open. We don't get any glimpses of anybody else's storyline. Yeah. Um, just that now Mary and Robbie are moving in together. Um, so we'll go to Ruthie first.
1: Yes. So,
0: nah, um. Ruthie, Ruthie first has a conversation with her mom about the fact that her and.
1: Uh, Bert have like broken up or whatever. Yeah. Um, because he was telling everyone that she loved him and she wasn't cool with that. And then she's just telling Annie though because. Because she's like, oh, I saw him, and he said that he was going to tell his mother. So, like, you might be getting a call from Bert's mother um, regarding this whole thing about the breakup. Um, and then we are introduced to the best character in the whole episode.
0: Yes, um, I think her name is Jill. Jill Miller, uh, and Jill is Bert's mom. So, uh, Annie's kind of like... Well, she comes over to the house, Jill. Um, but Annie's kind of, like, tuned into the fact that maybe, uh, Ruthie kind of likes Bert back. Like, she liked the attention, and she might have started liking him as well. So, um, she goes into the conversation with Jill being like, well, Jill explains that apparently, um... Bert has been girl crazy since he was in... Fifth grade. Pre-K. He's not not in fifth fifth grade grade
1: yet. Five years old. Five years old. Right. Um, And that since pre-K, he, like, never looked back. So she's like, oh...
0: He, like, steals things from the
1: house. And gives... Oh, yeah, because Ruthie has given... All right. He steals things from the house and gives them as gifts to these girls... And Annie pulls out this little glass cat that Bert had given Ruthie. Um and, and but this woman is so animated. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's really
0: great. She I think in an effort to like reach this actress's level of commitment, um, Catherine Hicks also tried, but she just kind of looked deranged. Yeah. So From this I conversation, I think. They
1: decide that they should, the kids should get together again. Or no no no. They, they'll figure they
0: it they'll figure it out themselves, is what Annie says. Like let's give them a shot to deal with it themselves. I think that Ruthie likes Bert as much as Bert likes Ruthie, so we'll fig- they'll figure it out.
1: Annie spreads more lies though and says that Ruthie is also is like boy crazy and I was like, that has never been established, so stop lying. Um and, all right, so then Ruthie calls Bert.
0: This might be my favorite sequence of the episode, just because it was so bizarro. Okay, uh, I kind of hated it. <laughs> I am mean, looking back, I think it was my favorite sequence okay. of the episode.
1: So Ruthie calls Bert, and then he's like, I don't want to talk to you, and he hangs up on her. And then she calls back, and he's like, did you call to apologize? And she's like, no, and then he hangs up on her again. And then she calls back again, and I forget what happens.
0: He says, um, my, your mom gave my mom the cat, and she yells at him for stealing it. And he says, I don't know what he says, but he says something. No, she yells at him for stealing it and then hangs up on him. So then she calls her back, but we don't actually see that conversation go down. So it's kind of this like back and forth between them. Um, Ruthie then goes to Simon for advice about how to get a boy to like her. Um, she makes this excuse so that it's all about like making sure that she has somebody to sit with at lunchtime because otherwise everybody's gonna think that she's really mean. And lunch is a big part of the third grade. Um, but Simon's <laughs> like you like him, and what you need to do is just tell him that you like him. And she's like you are useless. This eventually ends with them having some sort of like play date or something in the backyard. Where they tell each other that maybe instead of being boyfriend and girlfriend, they should just be friends. But they should be friends that sometimes give each other give each other gifts and do whatever the other person says. So Ruthie got like the best
1: of both worlds.
0: And then yes. they talk about kissing,
1: and they attempt it,
0: but they miss, and then which it's I like, guess is
1: supposed to be cute. I don't know.
0: It really wasn't. Um, it was just whatever. Ruthie's like, maybe it's a good thing that we missed, because, you know, it's we're not ready yet. Uh, but then he gives her the cat again, and that's it. <laughs> um, we we do find out that uh, Bert is um, the Rev's favorite boy that any of the girls have bought home so far.
1: Yeah, which, I mean, Jimmy Moon was you know, far and away the best. Jordan was good. Oh, yeah. When well, did- Jordan was, like, older, and I remember he had the naked woman in his wallet. Oh, right. He did have
0: the naked woman in his wallet.
1: True. He got off to a rough start. Um, so,
0: Ruthie's whole love thing has been solved, I guess. Do I guess. we? Do we hear from Bert ever again, or was he just part of no, this team? Two- nope. That's it. Bert's gone. Bye, Bert. Um, all right. So, we'll go to the next oldest. Which is Simon. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know.
1: So... It start. I think his whole thing kind of gets rolling when Brenda's song...
0: Well, first Simon tells um, the Rev what's going on with Dina. That's how the episode starts, is every child oh, is yeah. talking to a parent about their issues. So the Rev is you know, kind of trying to give advice and
1: figure out why Dina might be acting um, the way she is acting. Um, but he can't like really get to the bottom of it. So luckily, Brenda's song comes over... And she tells Simon that what has really been going, like, she's like, Dina asked me to lie, but I just can't take it anymore. And you're going to find out eventually. Um, But Dina's mother got transferred, like, her company transferred her back east. And she's moving at the end of the week. And that's why she's been trying to, like, make you not like her. And so that the breakup and and the the distance will be easier. So
0: Simon is like, oh, no. Yeah, he, so he shows up at Dina's house, and they have this reunion where she, like, they she, like, comes clean to him, and he's like, don't worry, we'll figure something out, you won't be moving. I'll talk to my dad.
1: Also, I just want to say a thing about Dina's house. It looks like a museum. Every time they show, like, her father answering the phone, or, her like, they were just lounging, it's in a museum. Museum. Uh, museum. Um, so... Anyway, moving
0: on. Simon heads to the Rev to help because apparently the Rev has godlike tendencies and is able to fix anything. Um, Where he's like, get uh, Dina's mom a job because Dina's moving if we don't get her job. Or if you can't do that, adopt Dina. Yeah. Um, This
1: was the only quote on IMDb for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) The thing where he's like, I'm desperate. I asked
0: you to adopt my girlfriend. Yeah. I think this is the scene or maybe the scene beforehand where the Rev finds out that um, Simon gave Dina the prom- a promise ring. And Oh S- yeah,
1: it was when, when he was in the beginning when he was asking him for advice.
0: But the Rev's reaction is I didn't realize things were this serious. Which first of it's all It's like
1: your thirteen year old getting engaged. Yeah, most people don't think that th- like pre engaged basically.
0: But then Simon's response to that is, well, the fact that I bit her should should have, like, clued you in that I was serious about Dina. I was like, I didn't realize hickeys were a sign of commitment. Apparently that's,
1: like, right before you almost get engaged. Um, so. Are you hearing that, people? Hickeys lead to engagement. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. Um. All right, so I forget what really... Well, the
0: Rev ends up going to... Uh,
1: speak with Mr. Stewart, yes.
0: And we find out this like entire new storyline that never like came into question before. Um, and basically, they're having marriage problems. And Dina thinks it's her fault. So uh, Dina's parents need to talk to her about it. And then they do. Mm-hmm. And I don't... Where did this come from? So. What, what what is this um so i think d i think simon either talks to his mother or his father i think it's his father about like how what are they going to do now and i think knowing how horrible long distance has been for matt simon realizes that he can't really do long distance with dina and it doesn't matter how much they're going to call or write or whatever like it won't it doesn't what well, doesn't change facts. So the episode really just ends with them having like their last goodbye. Yeah, he still gives her the promise ring. So every time you look at it, you'll think of me. Um, and yeah, that's I think that's the last time we're gonna see Dina. Yeah. Uh, Maybe.
1: Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that's it for Dina. Oh. Sad to see her go. Inspired fashion choices. Coming back, she'll be more appreciated on the east coast. Oh, oh
0: yeah, she's gonna. She's going to really come into her own. uh. I feel like Dina's the kind of person that, like, would have been in Gossip Girl. Like, if they, like, wanted to, (laughs) like, continue. I never watched Gossip Girl, but I feel like she would belong on Gossip Girl. Perhaps. Uh. (laughs) Perhaps. Another I'm gonna show. write that
1: fanfic. Are you? <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, and then she finds. But it's Simon like later gonna be like, like
1: it's a crossover. It's right. gonna be Dina in you know in Gossip Girl. In Gossip Girl. Gotcha. Like yes,
0: okay, okay, <laughs> good, cool, uh, awesome. Look out for that. Uh, <laughs> um, th- yeah, that's it for Simon's storyline. So his love issue also gets resolved. So far, what we have is two breakups in the Cam- Camden family. We will see if this trend continues when we move on to Lucy, um,
1: which is now. Which I guess it sort of does. I don't know. So Lucy really has been... After you said that, Lucy has been the worst in these past two episodes because she's right back to kind of... um, Well, I feel like a lot of this season has been her kind of uh, counseling Mary and, like, giving advice and stuff. And in this episode, she was just, like, so wrapped up in herself that she, um, you know...
0: The reasons that that we, like... Tolerated her and actually maybe liked her in this season are gone now because she's not doing what she's usually doing. Yeah, um, she's back to her season one to seasons one to three self. Um, like just like being defined by who the man of yeah, the yeah man of the episode, I guess. Um, so Lucy starts out by telling Annie about her issues with Andrew, uh, and Annie again clocks Lucy right away and it's like, oh, you don't like Ronald, you like Andrew, and Lucy spends, like... She keeps repeating. Yeah.
1: No, I like Ronald. And Annie kind of does, like, a keep telling yourself that kind of thing. Um, So that's weird. I don't know why she's, like...
0: Yeah, you mentioned that Annie's having a, like, um, breakdown in this episode. And that really makes sense. (laughs) Annie
1: just doesn't seem to care about anything. She has no more fucks to give about anyone else's problems. And I'm concerned
0: about her. (laughs) I'm all for it. She needs... She Please embrace self, nihilism. Self-care, self uh, Annie. Come on. Annie needs to embrace nihilism yeah. uh, in Glen Oak. <laughs> Somebody needs to, and it needs to be Annie. Nihilism in Glen Oak is also going to be the title of a fanfic that I write. <laughs> Okay. So, um, what we have is Lucy going on a date with Ronald. Uh, they are at the pool hall, and... Ronald knows all these things about Mary that uh, Lucy doesn't. We'll get to what Mary's up to in a bit. (laughs) But basically, Lucy's like, I need to go home. I need to, like... Go to my sister; she needs me. But as soon as she's about to leave, uh, Andrew walks in, and Andrew is on a date with another chick, and Andrew completely gives like gives her the cold shoulder. And you know what it is—that good old saying: you don't know what you have until it's gone. <laughs> and Lucy feels it right at home. So, like to kind of like counteract him on a date with somebody else, she decides to continue her date with Ronald. Right, um, but.
1: Also, I just, this just doesn't seem to make sense to me, because Andrew Nalos was so, like, obsessed with Lucy.
0: Well, clearly it was uh, a ploy.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, okay.
0: Like, like, it was clearly very much, like, she's probably going to be at the pool hall, so I'm going to uh, go there. Because, come on.
1: Yeah, I guess. That seems like it would yeah. make sense.
0: Uh, so, then they see each other at school. Then- well, um, Ronald breaks up with Lucy. Right, or if she breaks up with Ronald. Well, basically, were they really dating? <laughs> I don't. I don't think the show understands what the like definition of dating is. Yeah. Um, and she tells like Annie that the reason that he broke up with me is because I wasn't paying attention to him, and so he started talking to somebody else because I was being obsessive about Andrew. Mm-hmm. And and like, "I told you so," <laughs> while also just not giving a fuck. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then they run into each other at school. Well, it doesn't matter what
1: Annie says, because everything she thinks comes true anyway.
0: We missed out on the second best character in this episode. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) Oh,
1: good. Oh, yes. Oh. (laughs) Take it away. So so Lucy decides to make another phone call to Andrew Nalaz's house, and luckily, we have his father sitting there on the couch, waiting for the phone to ring again, and... He picks up and is like, at first I forget what he says at first, but then he's finally like, "Are you are you that nutty Reverend's daughter? What Macy?" And then he he like he's like Andrew doesn't want to talk to you or whatever, and he hangs up, um, and and then it kind of zooms out, and Andrew's just sitting there, looking smug um, about I don't know that that Lucy can't resist his plan worked, and you know Lucy just can't resist.
0: But Andrew's dad is like. If you guys get married, I'm not coming to the wedding.
1: And Andrew goes, "We'll elope." So, so Andrew's got big plans too. Everybody's getting married. Everybody's
0: getting married. Um, oh my God! Everybody is getting married except for Ruthie. Well, no, but didn't they? Simon basically proposed to yeah, Dina. I
1: thought I thought that Ruthie might have been engaged briefly.
0: No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, so at school the next day, Andrew comes comes up to Lucy saying, "Oh, I've." Uh, my dad told me you called, and... She's
1: like, I saw you at the pool hall last night, or he says, I, I saw you at the pool hall last night, and you were staring at me all night, um, and... And she
0: admits that, like, she was being obsessive about it, and he asks about Ronald, and he's like, she says that there is no more Ronald anymore. Um, Oh, I just want to say that, like, th- uh, we completely forgot this. On the date with Ronald, Uh, we mentioned last episode that... Uh, I was gonna call him Will Estes. Andrew like said all these great things and described her like described her in a way that I guess like really... All of the reasons
1: he liked her, yeah.
0: So she then goes to uh Ronald and goes, Ronald, why do you like me? And Ronald's like, you're pretty cool. And he's she's like, oh yes, yeah, such poetry. You have wooed me. <laughs> so like she's comparing the two. Um then like I'm sorry, so back to the scene at hand. Um Lucy is
1: like, I like you.
0: Well, she, like, lets him walk away first. Yeah. Because, like, he's like, okay, this is going to be our time. And when she doesn't say anything, he goes, he's like, okay, fine, bye. Again. Yeah.
1: He pulls this again. But then Lucy's like, wait, I like you. And he's like, you like me? Um, Because he apparently loves her. Um,
0: Well, she says she wants to get to know him. Like, clearly he knows her, but she doesn't know him. Yeah and he's like i i know that like in time i can really like you and then they kiss and and all
1: the kids in the hallway are hooting and hollering
0: lucy's like you know our prob our this relationship's problem is not going to be kissing and so andrew says well maybe we should just kiss more and talk less um so they're together so she does have a breakup but then she gets together with andrew do we see andrew again yes oh so exciting yay well <sighs> I really enjoy whatever the hell he's doing on seventh 7 He
1: also is someone who's, like, not developed and has no personality.
0: No, he really doesn't. But I just like looking at him.
1: Oh. Well, speaking of which, people who have no personality.
0: Well, we're going to marry first.
1: Oh, okay. I guess because Matt's the cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Uh. So, Mary is getting married. <laughs> I guess uh, we should, yeah. Get, I mean, so... What ha- uh, after the cold open, she calls. Oh yeah,
1: we didn't say that yet.
0: <laughs> she calls Robbie, and um, Robbie's like, "Have you told him everything?" And I'm like, "No, I haven't." And that's when she pops out He's the ring. Like, I don't
1: want to start our life together, you know. Or, well, he doesn't. She doesn't pop out the ring right away. He's like, "Oh, I don't want us to begin our life together," as a lie. Um, you need to tell them everything or else they will really hate me. And then she gets off the phone and she very dramatically pulls out a ring and is looking at it like, and then she puts it on her finger and she goes, Mrs. Robbie Palmer.
0: Um, also that phone call, we have Robbie warning, um, or well, I think Mary's like, some girl named Cheryl called, my mom took a message, uh, said to call her back, Says like she knows you. And Robbie like comes up with this lie saying that Cheryl is like a crazy ex, that they broke up over a year ago, that they're just trying... She, she just, just
1: wants to break them up because she thinks if they break up that he'll get back with her. So Mary just takes this all at, like, at face value and is like, okay, I, w- I won't call her back then. I
0: won't talk to her. Um, she uh, comes clean to the parents, and this is actually, this was kind of an entertaining scene, seeing the Rev, like react to the fact that his daughter is engaged to be married to Don Juan, juvenile delinquent. Don Juan? Yeah. Um, And Annie just was not giving a fuck. Um, And we clearly saw that Annie's plan was actually, like, working because every time the rev would be like, over my dead body, uh, Mary would Mary would
1: storm away and be like, now I'm more convinced that I'm going to do it. But then
0: when Annie would say, okay, I'll make you the best wedding dress ever um mary would be like no tell me how you really feel i know what you're doing but tell me how you really feel (laughs) um and this i think comes to like a head when um annie she finally like goes up to annie it's like can you please tell me what's going on it's like i'm waiting i'm waiting for you to tell me what's going on um and what and i I don't, like, understand how this, like, sequence of events happens. But basically, Cheryl, like, in the middle of this conversation, Cheryl calls. And Cheryl tells Mary about the fact that they only broke up a week ago, that they've been dating for three years, that Robbie is a no-good-cheating liar fool man. And Mary's like, how do I know all of this is true or
1: whatever? And Cheryl's like, your problem isn't that you don't believe me. It's that you believe me.
0: Trauma. Uh. Um, we have a conversation where Mary finally comes clean to Annie about what's going on. She's like, it's not that I even want to marry. Like, clearly Robbie's not the guy for me. I'm just scared. And it's just, like, very touching heart-to-heart where, it's like, what if I go to school and I fail? Like, what if, like, I don't know anything anymore. I was we so learned, sure of myself.
1: Yeah, we kind of just learned, and, like, Mary's, like, afraid to be making, like, more adult choices. And she's, like, ask, keeps asking Annie, oh, what if I make the wrong choices? You you should make them for me. Um, and Annie's like, no, because your father and I are here for you, even if you, you, you know, do make the wrong choices. And in the end, everything isn't as, is, um, like, it, as big a deal as, as you think it might be. So we are supportive and, you know, go out and don't, don't refrain from making choices because you're afraid kind of thing. Don't be afraid of life was basically the story.
0: Um, and this really ends for Mary where she goes to the Palmer household and returns Robbie's ring and says... Look, it's not I'm not breaking I'm not ending our engagement because we shouldn't be getting engaged or because we uh because you are you cheated on me or you cheated on Cheryl with me or whatever. It's because uh you were a safe choice for me because I was afraid about something else, and clearly we're not good for each other at all because I like you're horrible and I'm me.
1: So um, there's also this little stupid scene in between this entire storyline where the rev goes to see Robbie and is like, you're not marrying my daughter. And Robbie's like,
0: yeah, I am. Um. Well, and then, he, like, the rev's like, what are you going to do when you lose your scholarship? As if that's, like, a given or something. And yeah,
1: he's, like, por- 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 like painting a picture of how awful their lives, their life together is going to be, um, because... Then
0: he tells... Sorry, then he tells Robbie to pray.
1: Yeah, okay. He's like, have you prayed about this? And Robbie's like, no. And he's like, well, there you go. You're destined to fail. Um,
0: I'm just so, this this is the thing, right? I'm trying to, like, I get the motivations of the other characters in this episode. But what the fuck is Robbie doing? Why did he...
1: Propose to Mary? Yeah. I think we're supposed to get the idea that, like, she's really swept him off his feet. And that's why he broke... Like, he did break up with Cheryl, and he, like... I don't know. He's at least pretending to be different.
0: (laughs) I just, I don't get it. I don't get Robbie's character at all. Like, up until this point, everything made sense. But his return has been so, like... They haven't set him up well at all. If they were setting it up for, like, all... He still wants to have sex. Then, like, I get the, like, proposing. Because, you know, you can have sex after you've been married if you're a Camden. Um, But, like... I don't get his, because only a week ago he realized he really loves Mary. Like loves Mary. I don't. I don't know. I do I obviously don't know. Mm. What do you guys think? Let us know. Anyway, well, judging from the what happens like
1: in the next seasons, I do. I, it makes me think that he really did like decide he loved Mary. But right, the timeline doesn't make sense.
0: Um. So yeah. So another breakup for another Camden, um, and this time no one knew. Hopefully, the new person in Mary's life is Mary.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, so that was beautiful. We'll end with Matt, who has, again, oh, God. I feel like he hasn't changed at all in a season. Everything is bad. Everything's is bad. I've got to say that I really liked John in this episode. Because, like, I think the thing about their friendship is that, like, they don't take each other's shit at all. and that's great you should have friends like that
1: so anyway there's another conversation where people are like you need to tell shauna uh and that's basically that's 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 what john's john is like you need to tell shauna
0: and he pushes matt out the door and says you're not allowed to come back here until you've broken up with her so he while he's on his way to shauna's brett's already there and shauna's like i love matt but then they kiss and he's like who do you love like, I love Matt. So then they kiss some more.
1: And then they go inside. And
0: we're led to believe they then have, like... Sex. Yes. Um, Matt is outside of Shauna's door practicing how he's going to break up with her when a neighbor comes over and thinks that he's a crazy man. So Matt kind of, like, backs out of telling Shauna, and he never, like, knocks on her door. Yeah. He then goes back home uh, where John won't let him in until he's broken up with Shauna. And we have a great, like, film scene of them oh, talking God. to each other
1: through... This was very strange.
0: Yeah, through the door. Um, so they've left the chain on, so it's only, like, partially partially ajar. So you only see their faces through the, like, hole in the door.
1: So you only see one, one of them at a time? Yeah.
0: And it doesn't really look like... And bad. it
1: seems like, yeah, they're not filming the scene together.
0: But we, I mean, they are. But it doesn't look like it. Um, they
1: could have done it with uh, if they weren't in the same room.
0: Matt finally is like, "Okay, I'm gonna do this." Goes back to Shauna's apartment, knocks at her door. Shauna takes a while to come out. This neighbor comes back and says he's gonna call the police, or he's <laughs> called the police again. Why is he? Was he, why was he there? What was the point of that?
1: I, I, I don't.
0: Um, and Shauna opens the door. Her hair is a mess.
1: Her shirt's on, well, for, she, yeah, like, he waits a while for her to come to the door. She, her shirts, her clothes are on it, like, backwards and inside out. Her hair's a mess. And she's like, I was just laying down. I was taking a (laughs) nap. Trying to make all these excuses. Um, And then Matt, like, slowly starts to, like, put, put, connect the dots. And he's like.
0: What's going on?
1: uh, Yeah, because Matt's like, oh, please let me come in your neighbor just called the cops on me. And she's like, oh no, my apartment's a mess. So he's like, what's going on? Let me in.
0: And that's when Brett comes to the door with his shirt open. <laughs> and,
1: and he's like, come on, Shauna, tell him about us.
0: And he's and then Matt acts like the agreed Like he party. wasn't just
1: about to. Yeah, break <laughs> up
0: with her and kind of like storms out of there. And I made this comment while we were watching the episode, so I'll make it again. This is the same Shauna who was concerned about doing laundry with Matt because it was too intimate, but she's having sex with Brett who she's been da- like who maybe they dated for like a couple of months, I'm assuming? Yeah. Like 3 months at the most. Cuz that's how long Robbie and Mary were apart and that's around the time. But they're roommates. Maybe I mean they just get closer. Maybe he's see- already seen
1: her dirty laundry because they live together. Together. Um, things move faster because they're living together. That's my theory.
0: Sean doesn't really seem disturbed by the fact that Matt stormed out because the, her and Brett are like going somewhere later that night and Matt's like sitting outside of their apartment building or her apartment building and Matt and Sean, and I have like their conversation where she apologizes and then he's like, well, I love Heather, <laughs> but first he like has a moment where he gets on his high horse and is like, can't believe you did this to me. Yeah, ah. um, they try to figure out what went wrong. And they're like, "Oh, we're different people now, and we grew apart." And it wasn't the distance, except <laughs> it was the
1: distance, right? You actually, like, Th- physically, physically, and maybe also metaphorically, grew apart. But
0: yeah, um, but uh, this is the last time we see Maureen Flanagan, or not the last time, but um. She's now not no longer in the opening credits, which is stupid because they put her in for a season where then she leaves.
1: Well, they like on Seventh Heaven they do this where they're just like they're in, they're out. The, the, the from from episode to episode they change the opening credits and it's like just choose who your recurring
0: season like even if they're not uh, even if, they're, even not, if the, they're not
1: in the episode they can be in the opening we, credits right. like I shows like, do that all the time.
0: I feel like John is in almost every single opening credits even though he's not in every single episode at least for this season. No, I think he's only in the ones that he's in. Oh. Hmm. But he was in a lot of episodes, so we might not have noticed. Um, So they are like, great, we're done. Good knowing you. And Mac comes home really happy the next, like, and I guess the next morning, he's like, John, you need to uh, get ready, put some pants on. This is the happiest day of my life, which is a hint as to what's happening. Uh, John's like, I thought it was when we moved in together. And ha ha. Ha ha. And then they're in the, uh, Heather and Matt are in a car together. And Heather's like, are we, is it right that we're not telling our parents about this? And Matt's like, yes, because they're going to think that I'm doing this because I'm on the rebound. And that you're doing this because of whatever reason, you're not sure. And that we should just do this ourselves. And that's when we kind of zoom out. John, like, tells them to get out of the car. And we're at the Oakwood Chapel.
1: <laughs> Which I was confused about because I forgot that Seventh Heaven takes place in Glen Oak. And I was like, Oak would.
0: So it seems that, and the episode ends on a cl- cliffh- cliffhanger, that um, Matt and Heather are getting married.
1: So kind of just like how season three's cliffhanger was about, well, the two-part episode was about Matt breaking up Heather's wedding. The season four cliffhanger into the next season is Matt Possibly marrying Heather. Who knows? Who knows?
0: Matt's entire reasoning is, this is what you do when you love someone and you know you're going to love them forever. It's to get married. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's, apparently he's going to love Heather forever. Yeah.
1: So, what would you rate this episode?
0: Um, mm, I'm going to say it's only slightly better than the last episode, so I'll give it a 3.5. I'm going to give
1: it a three. I don't really... Didn't see a huge difference.
0: Uh, It's the cliffhanger, really. They actually, like... They actually did the right thing. This is how you do a season finale. All right.
1: Well, season four is over.
0: And it was the best season yet.
1: Yeah. Mostly, I would say... it Mostly centered around Mary, right?
0: Yeah. uh, It was very Mary-centric. I think the next most important character was really a tie between Matt and Simon. Mm-hmm. And we really had Lucy take a back seat, which is probably why we liked it so much.
1: Um, I also think that, like, Ruthie is starting to come into her own...
0: Yeah. No, definitely. Um, they're... Her cutesy things are becoming more, like, character traits now. Yeah. Um, and she's becoming a person with a personality. Um... Not like Sean and
1: Heather. <laughs> or the twins, which they just, like, never
0: bothered to develop. Um, so yeah, we'd say it was a pretty, I mean, I think this is the season where the most changed for the Camden. I feel like in all the other seasons, there have been very minuscule changes or like the changes are very self-contained in a season and don't really mean anything in the long run. But these seem to be long-term changes in that Lucy's a completely different person. Mm -hmm. Um, Simon, Uh. (laughs) well, you know what I mean? Like she's actually growing as a human being.
1: Yeah. Simon had his first, like, little relationship
0: that lasted a while. And he bit someone. (laughs) Um, He got engaged. Right. Uh, And Matt went... Matt's now figured out that he's definitely going to go, like, is definitely going to do med school stuff. Like, that's his thing now. He...
1: He worked at the the hospital and found his calling. And he's moved up to an orderly now. And there was that bitch that... (laughs) Trying to ruin his career. Oh, she, I wish she would come back. That was a fun Why? episode. No, it wasn't. I hated her so much. Oh no,
0: I hated her a lot. But I feel like she, that episode was a lot more fun than like bland Heather and.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, what really should that? He the, should
1: have started dating her and then right
0: because the reason she's doing it, is she, he wants she wants his attention. Yeah. More fanfic, more fanfic. Yep. Um, and I mean, he's potentially getting married, so that's the most. It's obviously a thing. And obviously Mary's entire thing where her entire life is now in a her different Her entire drive. life changed. <laughs> because um, of an arrest.
1: Yeah. So. Great times. Yeah. Great times in season four. Do we do we rate the seasons overall? Is that, it's like. I don't remember if we do that. Well. Let's we do can that. We start it now. <laughs> I think we do. I think we do. Okay. Well, I'd give season four a five out of seven. No. A six out of seven.
0: I'm gonna give it a six out of seven, also. So that's a that's a Mary is Mary our number six. Oh, yeah, we have to revamp the uh the so, rating system. So our current rating system is Lucy is one, the Rev is two, Annie is three, Simon is four, Matt is five, Mary is six, Ruthie is seven.
1: It sounds good to me.
0: Okay, so I want to change
1: it. Yeah, Matt has to go way down. Annie has to come, come up. Come up.
0: Annie has to come up. Um, okay, so let's... Obviously, one and two are going to stay the same. One is Lucy. The Rev is two.
1: I would say Matt is three now.
0: Matt is three. I think Simon is four.
1: Yeah, and Annie. Annie's Moving on five. up to Five.
0: I'm going to keep Mary at six. Yeah. And Ruthie's obviously seven. They're kind of the most normal
1: in the family, so they can stay at six and seven.
0: Um, Let us know what you think about our new rating system. We will rehash this at the beginning of season five, which is the next episode. Yeah. (laughs) Just in case anybody's confused.
1: Okay, um, these are, of course, one is like a bad rating. Right. These are f- yeah. from, from worst to best in ascending order.
0: Sorry if you guys are Lucy fans or Rev fans. I mean, <laughs> if you disagree with us, you can let us know. We are always But here. we're not going to change the ratings. Yeah. You can let us know <laughs> no. what we're... But we're here to engage in conversation. If yes. you want to tell us why you really yeah. like Lucy yeah. and why Ruthie shouldn't be number seven, we'll hear it. We'll even talk about it on here. We won't change it, though. <laughs>
1: So You will not control our behavior.
0: <laughs> so um you can get in touch with us
1: at Camdencast at gmail dot com. On Instagram and Twitter, the can- the handle is at Camdencast Show. Um and on Facebook we are Camdencast.
0: Thank you so much. Uh, you can also listen right at Okay I was gonna just say all right. Something, and then you can talk. take it away. I was to say thank you so much for sticking with us for four entire seasons. Um, and to
1: everyone who has interacted with us, either yeah. by email or on Facebook or Twitter, um, thank you. It's good to know that
0: people are listening. Yeah, we and we really really enjoy when we get these notifications from anyone, whether it's a comment or an email or even like a new subscriber. So, uh, yeah. And and uh, yeah, you can continue listening to us as we delve into season five which i've heard is
1: oh it's my favorite right my
0: exactly um so. on itunes or the uh, apple podcast app um or through soundcloud.com slash i'm erin i'm danby and this is <laughs>